Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Thanks for joining me on the bigger picture. And so far, we are seeing Asian markets opening in the red, tracking the sell-off overnight on Wall Street. And it seems like the downgrade from Fitch ratings over the US economy's long-term credit ratings seems to have something to do with it. And what else should we be watching out for on the horizon? Let's check in now with Sutrin. She is the co-head of Global Macro Strategy for Menu Life Investment Management. Sue, how have you been doing? Hi, Ryan. Pleasure to join you and the Money FM listeners this morning. Always great to have you on the show, Sue. So let's start first with your overview on how things have been shaping up. We had a pretty good year, but it looks like starting August, we've been seeing some momentum, losing steam. What's your take on how investors have been reading the markets right now, especially with the backdrop of the downgrade from Fitch ratings? Yeah, so let's do a stop take. It's worth noting that growth expectations have shifted quite positively uh, relative to where we were at the end of 2022. Many expectations of analysts at the time was for a global recession uh, as a result of the aggressive tightening cycles around the world. So growth forecasts have been revised higher. But yes, just in in recent weeks, we've seen a little bit of profit taking coming in. Um, Investors are generally viewing the big run up in equities as uh, looking somewhat frothy. Um, And that's fair enough because our view is a case of recession postponed rather than cancelled. So we are currently expecting a growth deceleration into the end of this year, possibly spilling into early 2024. Yeah, so I've got to get help to unpack that because I've been hearing in some corners, including from Jerome Powell, that he's not expecting a recession. We've been talking about it for quite some time. We still haven't seen a recession. So why are you thinking it's going to be postponed and not cancelled? Yeah, so when we look at the factors that have managed to forestall uh, those recession projections, um, we can identify three factors. The first is that there's been a significant easing in financial conditions. Even though central banks are tightening, uh, the markets uh, are rallying and that is de facto injection of liquidity or it works against the tightening. So there's a ton of liquidity still sloshing around the system, Mm. um, helping economies. The second is that there's been a continued drawdown of excess savings. So the consumers have remained uh, relatively resilient. Uh, And then the third is the ongoing rotation of spending from goods to services. So think about the travel plans that you might be making for the Mm, summer and the hotel bookings that you want to make. So that's still helping to support overall consumption. Uh, Why we think it's more of a case of postponed rather than cancelled in terms of the recession is that those tailwinds should dissipate as, uh, you know, mechanically excess savings are being drawn down, the rotation of spending from goods to services will run its course, and also the tightening in credit that we're seeing typically lead growth by a couple of quarters, and that does point towards uh, further deceleration in economic growth in, in, in coming quarters. So you're talking about a recession being postponed. So what form will the recession take? Are we looking at um, job losses? Why are we looking at when you think about recession? Well, it's possible that uh, given the high vacancy rate, so that the skills mismatch between labour supply and labour demand means that uh, perhaps we could see a recession where the job losses are, are not as acute as past recessions. They could be uh, very well absorbed. Uh, mm. But, you know, in, in our view, the whole call of is it going to be a recession? Is it not going to be a recession? Probably a lot less relevant relative to how long we might be stuck in below ah. trend GDP. Uh, so, um, you know, that is the the ultimate 
ultimate um, priority for policymakers uh, from our uh, perspective. And uh, we could very well see um, many strong efforts to, to try and lift economies out of that um, secular stagnation that we've been in multi-decades. Yeah, I suppose the economy does go in cycles. It's just a matter of time when we can do recession and then how long we stay in recession. So if you look at the data we're getting, we've been getting some sluggish data, especially from China. Many of the factory activities have been going through a bit of a slump. How bad is it looking for you right now? And is this bottomed out yet? Right, on the China story, we would say that um, the, the policymakers are probably not in, um, uh, at much risk of missing their, their GDP growth forecast for 2023 of around 5%. Uh, so expectations are around the 5.2% uh, area. So they've got a little bit of a wiggle room there. Mm. Um, what investors have been disappointed by is the um, lack of timeliness of policy support. Um, that's number one. But in terms of investing in China, we would argue that, that the market is just so dire and heterogeneous that, uh, you know, the top-down macro story is probably less relevant than the bottom-up story. And even though it might seem uh, rather negative in terms of the China macro story for the, the near term, uh, we do see opportunities, and namely around the innovation economy, uh, as well as the green transition of which it's China is still seeing significant investment growth. All right. So let's take stock of what we have right now. You've got um, a bit of um, optimism that we might turn things around and not go into a bit of a hard landing. So if you look at that in totality, what's the positioning for investors right now, especially after coming off a rally in technology stocks? Should the rotation be to other sectors right now? And which markets are you looking at? Yeah, so um, the, if the macro profile that we have is correct and that there could be a, a recession around the corner, um, then that profile does uh, lean uh, or very much favour uh, active management and selection. So leaning defensive and up in quality after the, the big rally that we've seen in, in recent months. Okay, and when it comes to fixed income and currencies, uh, we are watching what the Fed rates will do for bonds. Uh, what should we be doing? Should we be locking in the longer-term durations at where we are right now, or should we still be going for some of these attractive, high-yielding, shorter-term notes? It really comes down to your investment horizon. So if uh, your view is that uh, equities look somewhat frothy at the moment and uh, given market volatility seems to be picking up, uh, there is a bit of uncertainty around the timing of that recession, then uh, having some allocation towards cash in that environment uh, is not unreasonable. It gives you dry powder to be able to deploy once the dust settles. All right, we've been chairing Sue Trin. She is the co-head of Global Macro Strategy for Menu Life Investment Management. Sue, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you, Ryan. Pleasure. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.